You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. You're listening to The Mando Show, a podcast in review of Disney Plus's The Mandalorian. This week we look at Star Wars Visions, Episode 4, 5, and 6. Welcome back, everybody, to the Mando Show. We're here, and we're awake. Star <laughs> Wars. That's sarcasm. All right, uh, episodes three. No, sorry, four, five, and six of Star Wars Visions is what we're going to talk about today. Uh, before we get into that, to the left of me is Udi Alvarado, Star Wars fan and podcaster. Uh, across the table for me is Joe, an apologetic Star Wars fan, froggy throated and all. <clears throat> Sweet. Yes. And to the right of me, Chad, the resident Mandalorian. Hi, Chad. Hello. Welcome back. Did I ever leave? I don't know. Did you? Was I ever here? I don't know. His corporeal presence disappears, but does it ever really go? Are you here now? Suddenly... Took an awful left turn into Supernaturalville. The world of the unknown. I figured I'd go there. I hope to God Joey cuts all this out. This is awful. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to leave it in now just because of that. Okay. All right. So the next three were good. Yeah, the next three were good. I liked them. Uh, According to what Chad was saying last week. They were all pretty strong. Yep. Solid. So let's start with uh, episode four, The The Village Village Bride. Yep. Uh, What was the studio that that did this one? Uh, That would have been, uh, I'm going to go Kinema Citrus with a K. Cinema, but with a K. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kinema Citrus. Okay. Um, I thought the, uh, just visually, the style of this one was pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pretty higher end animation style, um, but it wasn't anything very different. I guess it stands out. Like in the duel, the first one, you know, it's all black and gray and that very stylistic look. And then with uh, the twins, it was even more stylized stuff, you know. But this one, this one turned a little bit back to a more of a straightforward anime basically. yeah yeah and not kid kid geared either like uh tatooine rhapsody was so definitely more of the the usual straightforward animation style which is nothing wrong with that um the story i felt uh was a little slow in developing considering how the rest of the uh, episodes kind of moved along pretty quickly um but it was fun to see how a different culture played out and seeing what what that was all about as far as why a jedi would be involved or any kind of force wielder so what do you think about that Udi? no i agree i um 
as it kind of picked up and the episode began, it was like, okay, this is taking a little bit longer. I mean, it set up the uh, your Force users and why they're on the planet kind of looking around, and then they have the other part of it is kind of the, the bride part and, and having that culture of, like, giving her away for... I don't forget exactly why is a tribute or something to the to the um, tribute to the bandits to the and, bandits who and, keep yeah. So I mean we've we've seen stories like this before and and it did take a little bit long but overall I mean once we got into it it got it went pretty good I enjoyed the arc of it and how the uh, and how it ended was kind of cool I I just liked that whole thing her lightsaber Doug the whole thing. Yeah. I agree. I like well I mean that was the final payoff we had to wait. A little bit longer than usual to see any kind of uh, action, I guess. If anything, what did you think, Joe? Not, I really liked it. Um, I, I sadly only I only watched this one once, so I didn't get a, much of a refresher. So I probably won't help much on this episode. But I was kind of confused. Were they kind of praying at the beginning to her as a Jedi, not knowing it was her, or not not praying towards her, but like? No, it was the planet. Yeah, it was okay. the, the entire planet was strong in the force, mm-hmm. and and it. Okay, that's where I kind of I kind of got a little confused, but I mean, every, but I I really did enjoy it. I, I enjoyed the. Uh, I it did start off slow, but I, I I like the story building towards it. So and as as short of the episodes as we're I mean there, it, this one was probably the one of the longest ones. I'm not mm-hmm. sure, but still we we still got limited time. But I still think the pacing was good. I, I get the slowness of the build up, but. I just I, I liked the uh, the guy that I thought was the father at the time. You know, his, I don't know his helmet. Valco. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought that was pretty cool. But no, I really enjoyed this episode and the buildup. And even maybe I, I got kind of tired because uh, the guy carrying her on his backpack just made me tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was exhausting watching that man. It kind of reminded me of Emperor's New Groove of Kronk and these, mm-hmm. but he's a l- little smaller. But no, it was really cool. I liked yeah. it. I like the animation style too. What about you, Chad? So this was my least favorite of the three, and it mainly came down to just the progression and the pacing. I thought it was a little slow. Um, and then um, I, I did really like Valko's character. I thought he was more interesting than the Jedi. Uh, I like her weaponized heels, though. That was pretty cool. <laughs> um, Speed but, heels. Mm-hmm. What, like, a silly payoff, I thought. Like, she's wearing this mask the whole time. I'm like, oh, this is gnarly. She's got some, like injury from something but it's like a scratch like a knights scratch. of the old republic like darth malik wears something like that it's because he's missing his entire lower, lower jaw and she's like she's like ashamed yeah. of this scratch on her face I'm yeah like, really? i think she was wasn't she hiding she's supposed to be hiding too i think that was part of it too like kind of being because she was worried about being found on the planet a little bit at the beginning it was kind of told mm, it's like you're not right. we're not going to find you they're not going to find you here i think yeah that played a part of it for sure I mean, if I was trying to disguise myself from being recognized, I'd probably disguise the upper side of my face and not my jaw, but that's that's just me. Like Thor, you just cover this way. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> but now you can't see me. Now you can't tell who I am. You just put glasses on like Superman. We're good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> She's a puss on some of those, like, what was that, chaplain glasses? With little, <laughs> little mustache. You don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know who I am. Anyway. Okay. All right. Um, the few, th- the one thing I really liked out of the entire thing was the the lightsaber, the samurai sword lightsaber. It was it, it looked really cool. That extra little uh, glow that came in between the hilt too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and that's the kind of the kind of master stroke 
attack that is supposed to be a, a samurai's calling card is the one the one move kill so um, yeah it was kind of cool to see that, <laughs> that too uh but i feel as far as how that whole how the story ended uh valak that that's his name right valko valko I, d- I didn't invest very much in their names, apparently. Uh, <laughs> I learned that about 30 seconds ago. <laughs> he, <laughs> he learned. Uh, he uh, seemed like he handled most of the trouble by himself with his helmet. Mm-hmm. You know, He took shots at them. He blew up their ship. And then everyone ran when the droids died. The only thing that was left was the one guy. I was like, I think he could have just as easily sniped him than have <laughs> called in the Jedi. I don't know. But whatever. I was. It was fun to see that last little bit of action. But... um. Yeah, other than that, not an action-packed episode at all. No. Uh, You know, I think the way they really went into the Force and the planet, it was much more geared towards, you know, that kind of... And we're going to go metaphysical, like the planet and the memories of the planet remembering and you kind of connecting with um, your surroundings and where you are. So that, I felt like it was more the main drive with that. The peaceful, living peacefully. Yeah, yeah. in harmony with the planet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, that that is the way it felt almost from the beginning because even Valco, when he was looking around, it was like, oh, there's so much to explore on this planet and very much about the planet and how to heal it, I guess, and how to commune with it. Yeah. Completely different feel from what we've got in the other... So other that kind of helps with the question I had. Why did he stay? What was Where was the decision for him to stay? Was it that? When it got to the end of the episode and he's there, I was kind of just like... What happened? They were they came together. They were teamies, and then now she's off on her own. No, he was there beforehand. Okay, he was there scouting the area mm-hmm. or whatever, and then summoned her to come okay. help with the okay. issue that came up. Yeah, um, but I, I feel like that was the main thing. Like he was so enthralled with the planet. Like I like it here. I don't want to go nowhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Plus, he didn't want any bandits messing up the natural flow of what should be happening there too. I mm-hmm. think so. He had some of his own reasons i i guess now so episode anything else for episode four no i mean i i can't think of anything really well on the on the voice cast is this the one where uh takai was the no not it, takai it sounded like him at first who did do the voice it cast, you know, has one? begun no not kidding give me a moment hold on carrie takagawa shang sung in mortal Kombat. yeah <laughs> oh. oh right 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 okay well bummer Good old Shang Tsung. <laughs> also, the Japanese spy in T. Dalt's License to Kill. We were talking about that oh, just yeah, before podcast. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Yeah, the IMDb seems to be a little off on Visions right now. At least on my account. But um, no, it was. It was. No, I'm actually going to Wikipedia because they're actually a lot more. Usually, a lot more in depth, and I can't even find where they have a. I didn't even think about looking at who did the voice acting on this episode. Um, I did look. That at was it really the only name and note I saw on yeah. IMDb. Yeah, on the I know on the next episode there was like there was nobody, nobody I recognized <laughs> yeah. at all. So, but there was a lot of people that did. There was yeah. a lot more more voice actors in the the, or, um, the next episode. Actually, there is one a note in the next one. Um, I couldn't figure out which character it was because there's so many, but. Um, I'm going to probably mispronounce his name. Simu Lu from Shang-Chi. Yeah. He has a voice credit, but I don't, I didn't recognize the character name. Mm. 
Oh, well, I was just wondering. Nah, here we go. I found it. Mm, who are you asking about? Just the voice actors. For okay. Um, four. So you have... Uh, Valka was uh, Carrie, Hiroyuki, Tagawa. Um, Andrew Kishina was Izuma. Um, Haru, Nicole, Sakura. Um, that's pretty much it. ASU, Christopher Sean. Um, yeah, not that very many in there. So nobody of I that I no, nothing comes out of my mind like oh I know that person. Ooh, they actually have the original Japanese cast in here too. All right, chapter five, the ninth Jedi. Which studio did this one? Uh, this studio was done by Production IG. So do we do know you what recall else last week? I said this was the best one. Mm-hmm. You've only watched up to this point. What do you think? Well, I've seen the next one too. Okay, but is this your favorite so far? Mm, it's pretty good. You still like Duel the most, don't you? Yeah. It's hard not to. I mean, we, <laughs> yeah. I know last episode we we had like forty minutes on the duel alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but but it was well worth it. Yeah. Um. You know, after. Last week in your comments, I'm like, you know what? I enjoyed that. I'm going to go back and watch it. So I watched it. And then I watched it. And then I watched it. And I'm like, okay, I really, really get I mean, I kind of had a good idea of why you liked it. And then I, upon my, after the third rewatch, I'm like, okay, yeah, I get this. This is a pretty good one. Yeah. It is a pretty good one in the way, in, in almost every aspect of it. The story, how it's told, the pacing, the twist. The fight, all of that, the the real short hero's journey in there too. There's a lot of elements in there mm-hmm. that that I, I kind of passed over on first watching. So thanks, Chad, because then I, that really made my mind go, "Hey, I should really rewatch that." Because Chad is going to be this particular. I got to figure out why he liked it. It's his favorite, and then yeah, I'm like, I totally get it. Mm-hmm. It was a really good episode. I mean, so many things happened in that, and I got like pieces of different stories inter- intermix in there. I mean, you kind of get that. I kind of got a little bit of the Rogue One, you know, when she with, with Jen and running from the dad and all these different things and without, you know, going and dissecting the episode too much. But yeah, it was, I really like this one. This one's like right up the top with the duel for me. Mm-hmm. All right, Chad. Let's hear Let's hear it. Well, Udi nailed a lot of it. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed Juro as a character because the just the way that he's animated, like you're like that guy's evil. He's the bad guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you as an audience, and we're like, okay, this was easy. <laughs> you're like, there's Jedi coming. They're all Jedi. Like I can identify these people. Like this is easy. He's he's got red eyes. He's the bad guy. They're the Jedi. They're the good guys. Um, and then of course, I think we all all loved the style of the the lightsaber that changes color based on the user mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. awesome which yeah. does have some kind it does have some canon credibility to it because the story is there's no such thing as a red ky- kyber crystal it's just the sith crystals turn red because of the corruption from the dark side so that actually kind of makes sense mm-hmm. that when these sith users wield a lightsaber it turns red under the corruption of their of them and i mean just the that that shot of all of them around, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then just they all light up, and it's all red. It's like six red and one blue. And yeah. then there's poor little Ethan. Just <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my god. I know. I, I when when those lit up, I was like, oh crap. 
crap. Like, oh, I, yeah. I don't know why I didn't pick up on that on first watching. But second one, I'm like, oh, crap, they're all Sith. Yeah. Like, it hit me like real, like a ton of bricks. I'm like, holy crap, they're all in trouble. Yeah. But like like you said, this story has this whole buildup and setup for this huge event. But it's also the hero's journey of the daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then her coming to find out her own powers. Um, and then it's still in the felonism. It always leaves the episode on hope with her father still being out there and going to be able to find her father. Um, so I thought they took a lot of the real deep Star Wars mythos and the direction that like Filoni and Favreau have taken it and wrapped it all neatly into this episode. It like this episode on its own as a standalone does really well, but it also opens up to this entire world and in storyline along with finding the not the the rest of the nine jedi i you know we're we're getting more of the duel right from that ronin character i want more of this too yeah mm-hmm. if we can get more of this continuing that the search for the or she's the ninth jedi but continuing the search for the jedis that were lost how cool is that like everything was great mm-hmm. i kind of go back to that one uh visual of all the red lightsabers igniting the visual of when she's fighting with her uh, invisible lights, basically. The, the gray. Yeah. yeah, and that was cool. But then when you see it slowly go yeah. into green, you yeah. know, I was like, dude, that is freaking awesome. Yeah. And then after Juro starts taking him out, the the one who's slowly, he's he's fighting Ethan, and then you can see it shade to purple, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, that was really cool yeah. to see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and just the way Juro takes down some of those people, like th- throwing the dude onto whatever that like ice crystal was. You know, what I love that about- was some stuff I did not expect to see in Star Wars. And you know, what's even better about that how he just sits there and just force pulls that lightsaber. Was like, nope, you're not yeah. gonna need that anymore. I'll take that from you. I'm like, oh, how cool is oh, that? Yeah. Yep. You don't need that. I'll take it. Yeah, you're just shaking your head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm just. I, I knew I knew I wasn't going to have to say much because you guys were all about this from last week. So and I, I'm kind of going to go back away. to the trailer too. Uh, the scene of the trailer, and I forget her name, but she's where we find out she's actually when she leaves the uh, the blacksmith shop or lightsaber. And but she is being chased, and she kind of like runs off or jumps off the speeder, lands on the ice, but she's still kind of like paddling her feet. I mean, just that. The animation action in this episode was top notch, mm-hmm. and go to and it goes up there with the duel with me. I, I couldn't for myself. I couldn't say which one I enjoyed more, but I enjoyed probably these two the best. And it's they're so close together, you know. Yeah, the pacing was great. The animation style was great. The action was pretty much. I think. Other than the over-the-top stylizing of the twins, I mean, this has probably got the most amount of action in any of the episodes. Well, let's see episode one. No, oh, that's got quite a bit too, mm-hmm. though, actually. Yeah. Um, but this one's got this one has a lot too, and uh, more force wielding centric than than the first one. So, yeah, we got force the force like almost from the go, mm-hmm. from the narration on, yeah. And it was interesting that they took uh, just a, a timeline when the Jedi were all gone, too. I mean, I, it can be either before, after, whatever. It, yeah. it really falls any just about anywhere with that same, are these the ones that build up the Jedi 
that we know now. Yeah, and that's why this is such disaster. a sto- this is such an easy story for Disney to pick up and run with because it could be anywhere. Like it's not going to disrupt anything that they're doing in their own realm of movies and shows. It can be their standalone, and when they kind of decide where they want it to fit in, they could. Okay, boom! This is pre the High Republic, or boom! This is post Skywalker Saga. Like it's kind of just off in its realm of its own, doing mm-hmm. its own thing, but it's still encapsulating and in, in interesting Star Wars. Yep. Yeah, and on a show where everybody knows it's not canon too, this is probably the closest to a canon Star Wars story out mm-hmm. of the the lot. So I'd like to see, like you guys already said, I mean, I'd like to see a continuation, the search, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, every character that ended up at the end, every Jedi had a uniqueness about them too. So I mean, they had great characters um, to build off of and, and and move on. So now we're just wishing that there'd be more of this particular episode storyline. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I agree with you guys. It, it is for sure. One of the best, if not the best, I mean, the opinion is pretty, pretty close together with the other one. So, um, I was surprised when the Jedi, when she sparked the, the lightsaber and there was no color. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is going on here? And then the quick explanation that came afterwards, though, was I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I like yeah. I like that idea, actually. Um, Wouldn't be as cool at Galaxy's Edge, but, you know, pretty yeah. cool for the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, turn it on. Like, why don't I have this? I want my $200 clear. back. I know, right? <laughs> I, I guess, just like, have give a me that. You're not. <laughs> you can't use that. <laughs> um. But then when she turned it on and started spinning around and swinging it, I was like, oh, yeah, she's definitely going to be in the final fight yeah. for mm-hmm. sure. So, um, yeah, I, I I can't think of anything in that episode that I could even nitpick at if I wanted to. Yeah. I mean, the chase scene with the Sith assassins was good. Even the co- comedy of the uh, the pilot droid, and they're like oh. pushing him. Oh my god, that was good. Like, yeah, that was good. like it was all it was all really. I'm on n- break. Really done, yeah, <laughs> might as well. And then that even moved like nice moves. I'm like, oh my god, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah good episode. Yeah, the, good. the speeder bike chase was good. Like, really, when you think about it, like that speeder bike chase was really good too. Mm-hmm. Flipping around, doing her. Yeah, it was all good. Who doesn't like a good speeder bike chase? I know, right? It was proven over and over <laughs> and over again. Yeah. Good chasing. It's got a good chasing. It's got a good fight scene. Mm-hmm. It's got a good story building. The twist and the turns. Yeah. Twist at the end for for people who didn't see it coming because I saw it coming a mile away. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, all of it really good. Plus, the, the leaving, and the last final visual, too, of the... Uh, the Sky Chapel, when it, mm-hmm. it turned upside down, looked like a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially with the sound effect of the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Right. Just you know. <laughs> help kick that visual through. Yeah. 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 And my, my kids thought that was super cool, too. And when that ended, they're like, oh, that's so cool. It looks like a lightsaber. So. And then even to, to uh, go, had a better feel for Star Wars canon because of the music, too, I think, in that. It was a lot more reminiscent of what we're used to as far as, like, John Williams, that score. Mm-hmm. Traditional had, orchestra. Yeah, had a lot more feel than what we've gotten in other episodes so far. I think that whole, the whole thing, like, helped you just pull into, like, all the OG, like, we are fans, and, like, oh, that's so reminiscent of so many things, yeah. The music was really good, too. Um, but so far, my favorite out of what we've gotten. <laughs> Damn it, now the more we're talking about this episode, I'm like, okay, this one just 
leapfrogged a little bit over the duel. <laughs> but, I mean, that's what they're going to do because I want to watch the duel again. I'm like, ah, okay, that's one. <laughs> have you been, Joe, have you been paying attention to who's doing the music in any of these episodes? I strangely have not because I'm just kind of going on with a, I'm just going on with a, for the ride on this one. Because, like Udi mentioned, like, you get the traditional uh, kind of, like, Japanese or orchestration. I totally butchered that. But like each episode has been so different and it, it even didn't, as so I just been just enjoying it. But yeah, I didn't, until he just mentioned it now, I didn't even realize or that this one did have the closest to like a traditional Star Wars score. But yeah, I'm just kind of buckled up enjoying it. But I, but I have been enjoying the music for most of the episodes, even the tattooing Rhapsody. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anything else you want to say about uh, the ninth Jedi? Do it. Do it. Make more of them. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, so, as as you being an artist, a tattoo artist, and you've mentioned before, uh, you you know different characters and things from the duel and other anything from this episode that you would want to do as a piece. Uh, hmm. The robot disguise the dude was in. <laughs> That thing was cool looking. Uh, maybe wielding a couple of big lightsabers along with it. But that would be cool yep. to do that. Um, I can't. Actually, the Sith assassins look pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would be fun to yeah. to do as a as a tattoo design. I, guess, I mean, this whole show is like completely like obviously super artistic. That's why I'm just I'm just kind of curious. Like yeah. the wheels in your head turning. Like ooh. That would look awesome, on, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those those things in particular would 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 appeal to me. Um, but you know, other people have talked about different parts that they like more. So, <laughs> but those are the ones that I would I would like to do. Not personally. the fortress lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> there's a whole thing about doing these light up lights oh, yeah. in the night sky. <laughs> uh, people don't realize you can't just take that little part of the image you need to take part of the night sky too or else yeah. you have nothing yeah, to you contrast yeah. it with and then when you explain how much black you're gonna have to put on them especially when they don't want that much black they're like oh maybe i can't do that i'm like you can you just have to admit, accept the fact that there's going to be a bunch of black in there too to make that contrast yeah better. anyways makes sense yep. yeah just curious yeah <laughs> um and quick quick side note it's masioka was ethan for anybody who didn't recognize that voice i recognize that voice I from heroes heroes remember Nissan Versa. No. No? Heroes, what <laughs> heroes? Which heroes are you talking about? Oh, okay, that guy. Gotcha. Yeah. Heroes. The one, the one with the glasses. Wasn't yeah. his name Hero? In He's the show? a time tra- traveler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, time traveler. The time traveler kid. And he was like on insurance commercials too. No. He's been on a few things. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, that is really the only name I recognize. I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Because you recognize the voice. You didn't recognize the voice? Okay. Hit. Uh, I recognize his voice. I didn't recognize any other one. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I like, I mean, for the most part, you know, Neil Patrick Harris and Allison Brie put aside, you know, for the American uh, dubbing, they are getting like Japanese American actors to do a number of the roles. So that's, I think that's cool still. But we got there on Joseph Gordon-Levitt, you know. <laughs> but right on. Okay. Oh, so. Shimu Wu. See, Malou is in here, too. I didn't realize that. Yeah. He plays La Zahima. Who? Uh, I'm not sure who La Zahima is, though, but he's in here. Oh, he's one of, it's one of the Jedi that got hacked, maybe. One of the bad guys. Or the purple-bladed. I don't know. <laughs>
All right, chapter six. Yeah, because I can't find him. Okay, moving on. Everybody enjoyed chapter five. You know what? Yeah. If somebody didn't enjoy chapter five, I want to know why. Right. I'd no like joke. To hear, no I'd joke. Like to hear why. Yeah. Because yeah. we're all kind of fanboying out over over this one. And uh, if somebody's got a different point of view, I'd like to hear it. Not You're wrong, but no, no, no. Hear it. No, 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 not to <laughs> hey, argue. If we, just if we were hear. wrong about Bad Batch, then you guys are wrong about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, Lazim is the father. Mm. Okay, cool, great. I'm glad we got that figured out. Okay, so moving on, Chapter Six, T O B One, or Toby One. Pinocchio. No, just Toby. Toby. It's just Toby. <laughs> Tob one. He's a real boy and a Jedi. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is my least favorite. Really did not like it. I mean, okay. I didn't dislike it. No, I disliked it. I just didn't like it. I, I, All right. So you don't want to talk about it? No, we can talk about it. I'm just gonna, I'll just tell you why I don't like it. But yeah, I just wasn't a big fan of this one. Okay. And I can tell Chad's probably not digging this one either. No, it wasn't bad. Huh? I thought the animation style was cool. It's a story of a bratty kid. That's Star Wars. <laughs> it's cool seeing the scientist as some old Jedi. The Sith was kind of just dialed in. Like that was kind of <laughs> the Sith reminded me of the uh, one of the knights from uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> the one that's like you know getting his arms and legs chopped mm-hmm. off. Hey, I'll bite you. Yeah. Why are you going, you coward? Mm-hmm. Just his look wise, but mm. um, yeah. What did you think about the episode? This was very kiddish, uh, even more than Tattoon Rhapsody. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I like the animation. And I, when you guys mentioned last week about Pinocchio, I, I knew exactly it was going to go to this one. But, <laughs> um, it, it was entertaining. Uh, I did notice a little Easter egg that when, uh, when you mentioned about the st- original Star Wars poster on the duel, mm-hmm. this one had a very similar one in the... The room where uh, uh, the Jedi's talking, and it's the one where he had a bunch of etches all over the wall, and one of them is the all the X wings, you know, they're kind of coming out in, in a curve. Then there's mm. like Luke Skywalker with a lightsaber up, just kind of like stick figure. I actually took a picture of it. I'll show it later. It, it, it doesn't matter on, on you know as we're recording a audio podcast, but it's just another one of those little uh, inside Easter eggs that like ah Star Wars poster again, original nice. Star Wars poster. So, but it was cute. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what they were going for. I thought they did it well. Felt like watch playing Mega Man after. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah, very very Mega. Very Man. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Nothing. Oh no, I got something. Okay, <laughs> all right, here we go. Here we go. Do I need to buckle up for this one? No, not really. Okay. Um, I like this episode a lot more than I initially liked it when I watched it again. Uh, there is a lot of very cool visual things happening. I don't know so much about the the droid. If he's a droid, at the beginning it says he's a cybernetic boy, which I don't know if that means entirely droid. Mm-hmm. Or maybe there was a person in there some at some point. I don't know. Or there's a part of his old Padawan uh, something in there. But... From what I understand in anything that Star Wars droids can't use the Force, right? Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? <laughs> no. So, yeah. But getting past that little sticking point, whatever is going on, um, this is very 
it reminds me a lot of Studio Ghibli's work that they did specifically uh, Ponyo, which is fairly old now at this point, and it's basic. That's basically Little Mermaid. But anyway, um, so the style of it didn't bother me so much as as just that one little thing about droids using the force. After that, though. I like the way they did all the background stuff, all the foreground stuff. It was in contrast to how the main characters are drawn. They had the hard line, sharp, clean lines, and then everything else had kind of that dot kind of look to it, which normally is irritating to me. But in this point, the way they did it here was pretty cool looking, I thought. And um, the way they set up the action scenes was fun to watch too. I, I thought the action flowed very well. I thought the perspectives of the camera angles they used made it very interesting to see how the flow of, of the fight was going. Um, they used a lot of storytelling elements in this too. A um, little bit of montage stuff, a little bit of daydreaming stuff. Um, the, when he went off into his imagination and the way they switched up the style with that, it was almost like a chalk kind of, kind of look to it, but still looked really cool and I was surprised how much more I enjoyed all the visuals that they did with this episode the second time around when I stopped worrying about the story and worrying about whether a droid can be a Jedi or not or whatever just the visuals of it all and the pacing of it and the camera angles I I ended up appreciating this episode a lot more than on the initial watch so, um, I think this one's pretty good, actually. Yeah, I think I kind of enjoyed this one a little bit more than even The Village Bride for myself. Mm-hmm. And maybe it was just a little innocence and just bubbliness of it. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I did like the animation a lot, too. So Yeah, it was it was different, but they did. I thought they did a really good job with it. Maybe you guys should give it another give it another watch. Just watch. I've the, watched it twice. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch it one more time because I can I can appreciate thought all that which you just said. Maybe I'll look at it with another set of eyes with looking at that. But yeah, I couldn't get over. Well, that isn't the right way to put it. The one thing that just kind of made me go uh, is the the overall. His I just didn't like the voice. It was just kind of like uh, um, again realizing not for me. That's why I'm kind of like uh, not really for me. So. Um, not a bad thing, but not as it goes, my, not my favorite. Um, and by the way, this was done by, uh, Science Saru. That's a production That's house. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Before we forget. Yeah. I did get a real, I know he's mentioned Geppetto and Pinocchio, but I, I did, I also got a little Santa, Santa vibe from mm-hmm. the Jedi Master. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, there's, there's lots of little elements yeah. that were in there. Some from Japanese culture, obviously, uh, other manga like Astro Boy being the main one which is uh, a super yeah. old old uh, <laughs> character um, so anyway but yeah no I like this episode um, more on the second time around than I, than I initially did and uh, yeah, my recommendation is watch it again like just watch the, watch the artwork style watch what they do with the camera angles and just all just the way they switch back and forth I thought it was very well done wouldn't be surprised if you get somebody wanting you to tattoo Toby on you on them. Mm, maybe I don't mm. know. Doesn't doesn't feel like one of those types of characters, honestly. <laughs> maybe the, maybe his little droid. Mm. 
his little do, but not. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, lit up with the lightsaber. <laughs> his his enthusiasm was fun to watch. You know. Yep. So I wonder if they're going with, you know, because they're about him being like a cybernetic, not necessarily like one hundred percent robot, just a cybernetic, which is still a robot, but. If they're doing like the, the Jedi was obviously old and I don't know, say how he was health wise before he fought, you know, but if they're going to go like, you always hear about like, uh, moving their consciousness into a, a bean. I don't know if that, if he was like slowly doing that or not. I don't mm. know if you guys got that kind of idea or. Mm, the only time we've seen that that happening was with. Palpatine, Sith, yeah. and they're they're always about moving themselves, not creating somebody independent. Yeah. And this felt like a completely different being. Yeah, and, that's, the, and so. now that you said that, that is that doesn't seem something like Jedi would, would mm-hmm. do. So mm-hmm. that makes sense. Okay, I think Toby's more of like a Grievous. Hmm. Could be yeah. spooky skeleton, but there's still someone in there. Yeah, although just not spooky. Yeah. Pinocchio, real boy, <laughs> could be, yeah, for sure. Pinocchio, because yeah, if if uh, anybody's bothered to look into Grievous and dig into what little of his background there is, you know, he did start as a flesh and blood warrior and was mm-hmm. transformed piece by piece. So, but he still had his main brain and heart and that stuff. Then that's what what uh, Kenobi fried mm-hmm. in the end. So uncivilized. So yeah, could be that kind of situation, which is what what I thought when I really keyed in on this whole cybernetic com, uh, comment about T O B one. So uh, that was pretty much it for me, though. I think. Have you guys noticed or watched any of the extras on the episodes? Mm-mm. Each episode has a really cool, like uh, talking to the main creators and. And studios, and plus uh, the Lucasfilm producers and everything. Hmm. Very cool breakdowns, because I, I kind of want to go. I forget the the name of the, the the director, the creator, but going back to the one with the twins, it's like he they he wanted he he said these ideas he's had in his head since he was a kid on a you know the battle of of fight on the Star Destroyer. He's like, and the more he went, like oh that would that could never happen in a Star Wars movie. Screw it, let's do it anyways, and, <laughs> and that's what we got. And I mean, just seeing his enthusiasm. I mean, he's like in his fifties, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, but now, if you guys haven't noticed that there is, uh, yeah, each episode has a little like seven minute little behind the scenes on it, which is really cool. No, well, I had so, no idea. I have yeah, to I was just kind of. I heard somebody out. mention that. I'm like, well, right, and I checked it out. Yeah, so very cool. Give us a different perspective on that. I think I'll wait until we're done looking at all of them before I check that out. Just to keep my own perspective on it. <laughs> so, okay. But six episodes in now, uh, still a solid first season, you think? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. For sure. Agree. Yeah. Now the only thing is, do we have to wait a whole year for this to, to go? Is that <laughs> how long it takes for them to make a 20, 30-minute animation short film or what? So, so I think the studios we got were – I mean – I I'm sure there's there's a lot more number of studios that submitted kind of like a, I don't say like a uh, contest, but kind of like just submitted their into Lucasfilm. They're like, all right, we're going to do the top nine. Maybe we'll do a second season of some of the other ones, you know. So I would think there's some that are already prepared. 
if these are the top nine and we're kind of not happy with a couple of them, do we really want to see what the, the other ones are? Well, I, I think they'd be smart enough to be like, you know, let's let's hold on to some for our future. Yeah, I mean, that being said, it, there are enough in here that maybe they'll continue. I don't know. It'd be great if they just took the stories they have now and kept going with it. I don't need to have more studios come in. But if they did and they were just as high quality, that'd be great. I wouldn't say no to that. I just don't know how much people are willing to try and create something specifically like this that's Star Wars driven, owned by Disney, without having some kind of um, commitment from Disney first. It's like somebody coming up and asking me to, to draw them a whole half sleeve and let me I just want to see what it looks like for when I want it mm-hmm. kind of situation. It's like, you want me to draw you what? And you're not going to pay me. I don't think so. I don't work for free. I'm pretty sure studios don't have that kind of time too. I mean, they spend some time to build a pitch and that's why they do pitches. But other than that, I don't think they're going to go any further as far as just happen to have a few episodes sitting around all done waiting for Disney to say, okay, let's air this one. Unless Disney already paid for it. Mm-hmm. So, but would it be great that people had that kind of time? Sure. <laughs> well, I think so we have a lot more Star Wars. Yeah, I think if we we get that, um, when we get, it's going to be all on the Disney timetable. You know, as far as uh, how they're going to release. We all know that every studio, every production company, every multimedia looks at their schedule of what they're going to release. And they look at to try to best time it. And I'm air quoting time. Uh, one to bring it out. So, um, I don't know. Uh, I, I think we should get more. I, I agree with you completely that I want continuation of what we've gotten on a few of these, on probably more than half of them, actually. Um, only time will tell if we get more. Um, I think when we're done doing all the the reviews on them, uh, looking up to see how well they've been performing on the platform might give a good indication as to whether they're going to try and do it again i'm sure we could find numbers somewhere right anybody know how to find that i know on the uh the star wars social media whenever they promote visions like thousands of comments and all of them are more night jedi more than jedi more night jedi <laughs> like maybe you're just seeing what you want to see chad i'm probably <laughs> those algorithms dude they're like this <laughs> <or> <laughs> yeah. yeah you're you're biased right there you're uh what do they, what do they call them? yeah but i mean the comments overall even when they're not pro ninth jedi they're still positive yeah good that's, awesome. that's, that's good your confirmation bias coming through right there oh mm. look there it is again there it is again that's <laughs> the second one out of 1000 still though <laughs> still there yeah okay so the next three are coming soon well, i mean they're already out to watch everyone's probably already watched it yep but uh the uh the next ones are The Elder, Lop, Lop, and Ocho, and what is it? Akakira. Mm-hmm. These, this triple set right here that we're going to review are actually pretty good all the way through. It's the solid. The so, I think you, one of you guys said it last week. This is probably the more solid of the three pack. Yeah, that we're, we're reviewing, I think. Yeah, that, I, yeah. That's, these next three are pretty good, every single one. Ekakira's oh, that one messed me up, dude. <laughs> right? <laughs> How do you end on that one, dude? Akakira, you're like, oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, I know a, you haven't seen it yet, huh? It is a gut punch. Oh it man, is such a gut punch. Yeah. And then looking at the elder, how what happens in that? Oh man, just they're they're all good. They're all really good. And then Lopinocho, same thing. 
but we'll get there. I mean, Yay. Like, once you get past the bunny rabbit in space, yeah, off and that's just pretty good. <laughs> I like the le- I'm like snip the ears. Okay, we're good. We're good. You'll see. It just made me want more Jacks. Okay. The, the green bunny from the old Marvel comics. <laughs> or maybe not. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any final words on the last three we just saw? Chad, we know. Nine Jedi. Best one. More. More. I uh okay. I double down on that one. I yeah. Agree. Yes. Triple down. Solid. All I I enjoyed them all. Yep. yep. I'm I'm I like that we're enjoying these much more than than what we were previously talking about. It makes me feel happy. Which was the bad batch for those yeah. not following. Along. And I, did, I wasn't gonna go there. <laughs> I was gonna leave that in the ether. Um but I'm I'm glad that these are we're getting we're getting good. Even though they're varying up and down, even with me not being a big fan of T O B one. Still enjoyable. I could watch it again. I will watch it again. So yeah, yeah. Because e- even the ones like said that we we aren't big fans of, I can still appreciate what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And the ones that do, because people are enjoying certain particular ones. And like you mentioned, you know, I keep bringing up Tattoo and Rhapsody, but that's for a different crowd. That's for a different age. Same thing with TBO One, you know. So, uh, but which I enjoyed that one probably the most more than uh, Tattoo and Rhapsody. So. No, I I love this show. Um, I did enjoy the last three also, so I look look forward to talking to those. But no, I'm, again, like you guys said, it's it's nice to be excited talking about good Star Wars. So, mm-hmm. yep. and check out the extras if you're into that stuff because it's awesome. I will. I'm going to for sure. I will. I'm going to look at. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Do, is there any <laughs> any Star Wars news or anything there, like there that going is, on? There is, and because we. It got announced last week, and you know, a lot of us were bummed. But Book of Boba Fett, December twenty ninth, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of us were like, "Yeah, December." So we're thinking the first, <laughs> but uh, yeah, six episodes, and there may or may not be Boba Fett riding a Rancor. Oh, <laughs> mm. mm, think on that once you want. <laughs> <laughs> Those comic book websites we don't like, but they called the last season of Mandalorian pretty good. <laughs> wow. They I should mean, find while... out whoever's leaking to them and right. put a stop to that, because... Yeah, I know. Because you, you, you heard the other big rumor, uh-uh. underscore rumor, Carano back in season four. Mm. That was huge. I'm like, ah. I'll believe it when I see uh, it. Exactly. I took it to the same thing. It came out on a few different things. I'm like, reading, reading, reading. I'm like... I think you guys are, as much as I would love that, I'm like, I'm not going to go into like that reach. Like, that's what's going to happen, Matt, now. It would be cool. But that's a, that's the big rumor out there right now. Oh, well. I'm not going to put... I, I'll, I'll go with you. <laughs> They're going to try to make, make it happen by force of will. Yep. And, and you know what? That could happen, man. Fans have done done crazy things. Yep. That is true, and some of them have ended up in jail. Yeah. <laughs> you go to jail. You go to... Anyway, yeah. But I'm sure we'll find out a little bit more about Book of Boba Fett on Disney Plus Day, November 12th. Mm-hmm. And something else is coming up. It's still a month away. I think, uh, and for your collectors, I know they're having a Hasbro Plus mm. event. Yeah. And they announced... Uh, so remember they had the um, Black Series Mando? With a jetpack, had Tiny, Grogu. Well, now they're they're actually doing episode specific where the figure is is uh, Mando with all jacked up, muddy armor, 
and Grogu is has his head down, eyes closed, and reaching out for the Force. So it's that the Mudhorn scene, mm-hmm. but but a whole entire Black Series uh, special hmm. with it. So that's cool. And we're getting a uh, well, I don't say we because I probably won't get it, but uh, George Lucas and Stormtrooper <laughs> Black Series to go with your Trapper Wolf uh, Dave Filoni <laughs> figure. But these are like impossible to get on the West Coast because the way the shipping goes, it's like yeah. we we get the last. They mm-hmm. start on the east, trickle down, like they don't make it. Yeah, it's sad. They don't make it far. Mm. So, so why don't you? When are you guys? When are you guys going to move to uh, the east coast then? <laughs> F that. <laughs> Never ever. I'll go to Florida. No toy is worth it. <laughs> You're correct. Now screw oh, you that. Got, no, you, act, you know you what? Got screw, family. That, screw that humidity. I'll stop, I want to go over there. Yeah. I'll only go there in the winter time. Yeah, we're, we're California born and raised, man. We're spoiled. <laughs> we're spoiled. Yeah. Well, that's it for the actual like real like news or dates or anything. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Great. All right then. Uh, next week we're going to go over the last three of visions, and uh, then we're going to wait and see. I guess the terror Lego movie terrifying tales. Oh man, I haven't. I saw that up there, and the kids <laughs> watched it. I fell asleep. Okay. <laughs> Have you guys watched the um, Star Wars? The um, yeah. The sound? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Oh, my gosh. So So fun. good. Watch that if you can. The what? Uh, the sounds of Star Wars. All all it is is they take different scenes and they'll go different uh, areas like they do Jedi, Dark Side, and they'll have scenes throughout all the movies and then they remove all the music so it's nothing but the raw sound. It's amazing. Yeah, it's similar to what came missed, out yeah. uh, on, on uh, May the 4th. Like that. Was it the Biodomes or something mm-hmm. like that? And the flyover. The fly- that was pretty cool. The fly-throughs. The one they call Soaring Over Star Wars. But this this uh, audio one is uh, more enjoyable. It's a lot better, I think. Yeah, I mean, they're, I think they're anywhere from six to eight, nine yeah. minutes at the most. But very, very cool. Just montage, montage, montage. Of scene, 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 scene. No music, no nothing but nothing but the audio and the... the the work that goes into the sound that mm. a lot of people just pull right over and they don't realize how much it's contributing to the film. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I know uh, the Disney ones, they have a Zen where one's like water and stuff. But this one, I find my Zen with Star Wars starships and lightsabers and creatures and stuff. So it's really cool. Check it out. Agreed. I agree. And okay. I'm done. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right, then. That's it from Wes. Next week, the last three. And uh, until then, from this planet four, we want to remind you this is the way. This This is is the way. way.